All right, welcome back, everybody. Once again, it's time for the Chi and Khalil show. Um, we got your girl Chi. Hey. <laughs> and it's me, Khalil, uh, <laughs> holding it down one time for the West Side because that's what we do. That's what we so, do. Oh my goodness gracious! So, huh. so many things. So many so things. So many things. All the things. All the things <laughs> are happening. <laughs> Let's just say that for everyone, I, if I wasn't convinced, I was, you know, if you're on the fence about whether or not Trump has Corona, <laughs> when he got on the little balcony to show how great shape he was in, it's obvious he has either the Rona, like the influenza, pneumonia, something, because that brother man can't breathe. Like if no. you ever want to Google, like having to use accessory muscles to breathe. Yes. Like it's gonna be Trump showing how powerful he was exactly. right there, how he's exactly. not sick. Exactly. Yeah, they they got like a hospital bed set up in the White House, and he's on oxygen about ninety nine percent of the day because exactly. he looked like he was about to fall out. And that's a yes. fall out yes. because he couldn't breathe. <laughs> it's so many levels. It was, oh, with right. so many levels of crazy, like so what is it, Mussolini-esque? I, like, when I saw that, I was like, oh, wait, 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 don't cry for me, Argentina. Like, right. you know, he's not on the... I'm like, what <laughs> is this? And then he rips off the mask, like, ta-da! <laughs> but then he, then it's obvious he couldn't breathe because he's doing the blue bloater breathing. Right. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Oh, man. Yeah, oh. so... I'm just mad well. that his doctors are, like, not talking, like, not saying anything. And it's one thing to to keep a secret, like I guess other presidents have done in the past. But this is like the obvious, like disconnect living in two worlds. We obviously see the man is not well. Like his hair is whiter than snow right now. His face is like made up everything. Like he just doesn't look well. But now they're saying like, oh, well, we're not going to talk about that because of HIPAA violations. I'm like, HIPAA violations? What HIPAA violations? Like, I, I honestly, I need to understand you know, why they keep invoking HIPAA when 10 days ago they were talking about his health like it was the best thing since sliced bread. It's that, you know, he can give permission on which of his information that he wants out, in theory. Because he's the president. Well, no, I mean, everyone, all of us can choose yeah. which of our health information. But the thing is that they're actively lying, which is the problem. They shouldn't right. be actively lying. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. They should just say, like, we're not saying anything. Exactly. So ask the president how he's doing. Or we're going to give this letter to the president and he can edit how much he wants in and out of it. Right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Just but be like, yo. Lying. Yeah, my name, middle name's Jamal and that's between y'all. That's that's <laughs> what I would be doing if I was there, the doctor. But anyways. Wait, how long have you been saying that? Is that like something that you started when you were a kid? Or it just remember. came to you now? And you're it's like, been I've been wanting to say this forever. It's been a while. I've been, you never heard me say that before? No. Oh, I did. I say it all the time. I don't remember. I, I don't remember when I came up with it. It might have been middle school. might have been high school. Oh might have been college. But yeah. My middle name's Jamal, and that's between y'all. So. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I can't do that. My name is not like that. <laughs> like... Not My name is um, No, it doesn't work. Anyway, let's go. <laughs> yeah, not not everyone is blessed. She, not everyone is blessed. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> oh gosh! Just like you don't know how to make Ghana jollof. You know what I'm saying? Okay, and never will. <laughs> but I can make some mean as Nigerian jollof. Thank you. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Like the most amazing. There's this woman that I follow on Instagram that I, I totally love. Like her energy is everything. And I was like, wait, but she's African. Her name does, if you look at it, you wouldn't know that she was from West Africa, but she was like, okay, I'm going to make some jollof for you guys. And then that's what I found out <laughs> that she's Ghanaian. She was like, I don't even have to call it Ghanaian jollof because the only jollof is yes. Ghanaian jollof. And, that, and I was like, no, because neither Ghana nor Nigeria created the jollof. But okay, Nigeria jollof in the house. That's all I have to say. Hey, all I know <laughs> is if you want an expert opinion on it, just look up Sister Deborah Ghana jollof. Oh, no. And it <laughs> will be forever broken down. <laughs> and it's, it might do it. Don't do it if you don't want to watch a problematic video. But it's right, problematic. Exactly. It's but, problematic on so many levels. Right. But, but it's amazing at the same time. But anyways, moving on. So we move yeah. on to Pence and uh Kamala. Yeah, that's please, please, because I got some words. Okay. <laughs> so some words. back to the like crazy tomfoolery um <laughs> of this whole administration. Like the exactly. the level of lying is just absurd. Like Pence saying that he believes in science like oh man what like and then with the epa like oh we've made you know we're so proud of our work on the environment Mm. um (laughs) like it's just like the exact opposite of reality he's just like hey i'm gonna say we did a great job with the travel ban to china so number one you didn't actually ban all travel. No, you, you didn't. Only banned Chinese nationals from flying directly from China to the United Thank States. Exactly. They could st- number one, China Chinese nationals could still fly to Europe and then fly to the United States. Thank you. And people of, of from other holding other passports could still fly to the United States from Wuhan. So you didn't actually do anything scientific. It was actually still xenophobic and it didn't get the job done. Right, cause because New York became ground zero, hello, because of everybody coming from Europe. But scientifically, travel bans prevent the virus from getting here, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if the virus is already here, travel ban isn't going to help things. So what you need to do is contain the virus here. And mind you, it's not rocket science. It's epidemiology. But it's... Another type of basic. science. Right. <laughs> It's super basic. Like you have to have a lot of testing and you have to separate people. And when you find out the only way to find out who actually has a virus is to be able to have rapid tests. And you might hear Max in the background because he agrees with me, Mm -hmm. but rapid testing, contact tracing and wearing masks and separating people. Like that's that's all we had to do in March and our economy would be back working again. Like in Mm -hmm. Wuhan, China, they have nightclubs open again. Because they haven't had any infections, right? In front of her. Right, right. Whereas we have two hundred and fourteen thousand deaths as of this recording. We have right. over almost eight million people, and and to to put that into perspective, for real though. <laughs> hey, you know, it's I'm popular over here. I'm popular over here. People love me. Put that, in, put, to put that into perspective. Just thinking of large counties in this in this country. Los Angeles County, not the city, but county, is about 8 million people. New York City is about 8 million people. All of New York City and its boroughs, everybody has corona. Or all of Los Angeles County, everybody has corona. Like, are you serious right now? And it didn't have to be that way. 214,000 people dead. 
but he insists that they were doing a good job. Yeah, because he did a travel ban, right? And then he's still, they're still against mask wearing. And then they actually hosted a super spreader event where at least like 30 people have been known to be infected. And who knows how many people they infected from there. So they hosted a super spreader event at yeah. the White House. Like he couldn't protect himself. Like this is someone who has all the resources in the world and is so against basic science that he couldn't protect himself from catching an infectious disease. Like just imagine the tomfoolery of that. It's otherworldly. It's otherworldly. Like, again, these numbers bring four people into any space. One in four people who have the, the virus or who have died, one of them is American. That's crazy. We're only 330-something million people out of the 7.5, 7.6 billion people on the planet. But if you took a lineup count one, two, three, every fourth person is American or or has um, gotten coronavirus in America or has died in America from the coronavirus. I mean, it's so bad that, so the, the journal Scientific American, yeah. which has been around for 175 years, that has never endorsed any political candidate ever in 175 years, came out to endorse Joe Biden <laughs> because... <laughs> The Pence-Trump response has been so against basic science. Science. And and we're going to put the article in the notes. (laughs) The the article just breaks down everything that they did, like every every step of the way when they kept denying things, they kept saying it's going away. Like not, well, of course you can't do it in everything because they didn't go through every day, but they like went month by month. Like they didn't do this, they did that, they did this, they did that. They're like, we can't really just sit here and not endorse a candidate because this is just in fail on epic proportions. Horrible. horrible the New, New England Journal of Medicine did the same thing. They just they were too mm-hmm. scared to put people's names in it. <laughs> of course, because it's New England. But anyway, um, that being said, um, I did want to say this about, about the debates. Um, there were two takeaways that I had. The, the first is... Susan Page, who is the the who was the moderator, <clears throat> yeah, who is for all intents and purposes a very a bright, experienced woman, like accomplished woman, obviously. Um, and but I was surprised initially by her her lack of capacity, inability, or perhaps hesitancy in stopping Vice President Pence from interrupting, going over Senator Kamala Harris, right? Like I, I I was initially surprised, but then I realized this is what they do. And when I say they, I don't just mean women, I mean white women. And I'm speaking from specific experience. The, there was a thing that she was doing that from my experience looked like, here's a here's a white man who's talking over this woman. I'm going to kindly politely say oh no you shouldn't do that but not enforce that he must respect the black woman who's in front of in right. front of him, right like i i was remembering like I, w- I was telling somebody this i was like that reminds me of an incident where i was in the mayor's office and i was having a conversation with mayor and with a white woman and a white man and the white woman and the white man were um were partners in some in some venture. And we had been having conversations off and on. I had been calling their office, trying to get them to give me information. They would not give me information. So in front of the mayor, the, the white man 
accuses me of lying and not doing what the mayor had asked me to do. And now the mayor and I had a relationship, so he knew, like, <laughs> obviously this what he's saying isn't true, but let's let's go with it. The woman who I actually had a better relationship with and who was working with me on another project agreed with him, did not step in for me, who knew that I was telling the truth because she didn't want to look bad in front of not only her colleague and the mayor. And that was the first time. I was probably like, what, 30? First time in my life where I was like, oh, this is real. Where they get together and they can see that that there's somebody who, you know, doesn't belong here because of color of skin, background, whatever. And they will come together. They will forget the relationship the 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 commonality the bond that we share as quote unquote sisters in this feminist movement and quickly jump over to the side of those who look like them even if it's not in their best interest and that's that's how it felt watching um watching susan uh, miss page there was, there was so many things about <clears throat> he continued to go over he continued mm-hmm. to refuse to actually answer the question so then instead of actually saying like, hey, you didn't answer the question. She's like, oh, that's great because you gave us a segue to my next question. Yes. Which, no, what is that about? That's not a compliment. You don't compliment someone for not following the rules. Right. Like, right. like you didn't bother. You should have just said like, that's not. Or even while he's talking, you can say, hey, you guys agreed to answer my questions. You're not right. answering the question. So your that's team agreed would... to the rules and you're not answering my question. Or at the end of it saying that. Like, you didn't answer. And then also when he continued to go over, then yes. just cut off time from his next thing. She's like, exactly. okay, you continue to talk. So you're now, you instead of having two minutes for this, you have a minute and 30 seconds because you already used your other 30 seconds with your last answer. Right. But yeah. what what is it what is it about that situation? Now taking it outside of um, being a white woman, but what is it about that situation so, that didn't, that she couldn't see that? Like she wanted to appease. Right. So the thing that people are in denial about, about the media Mm -hmm. is the media does not is in the United States does not actually challenge the powers that be. Right. They've Mm -hmm. been trained to actually just be super passive. Like for how many, how long were they afraid to just say that Trump lied? Yeah. They they can't say that Trump lied because that wouldn't be being like, what do you call it? Um, Objective? Yeah, they're not objective, but... Um, Fair? Whatever. I mean... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm biased. I'm biased, right? I'm biased, I'm biased. yeah. It took over three years. But anyways, like, if he's actually lying and you don't say he's lying, you're being biased. Yes. Like, instead of saying, well, he said this, but there's no evidence, you're just like, he's just lying. Just tell the truth. Just um, tell the truth. Which was a joke when people were like, oh, it's okay that Trump got elected because all of our institutions are going to hold up. I'm like, our institutions are trash. They're not made to challenge the powers that be. Like, There's an honor system or some sort of invisible social contract that we have hoped people who call themselves or who are elected presidents would uphold. But there was nothing ever to enforce that. This was just an honor code. And, and maybe... And this is the only the only sort of like nonsensical thing that I'll say today <laughs> is that perhaps number 45 is in office to reveal <laughs> the crazy, which is not for us who already knew that, but for those who insisted that we were making up and imagining a reality that actually exists, that the right. institutions are not strong. They do not support the least of these, my brethren, and they only support the 1% or the people who look a certain way. 
Right. And all he's doing is exposing that. All that the Republican Party has done is gone to the extreme to help us see, to help all of us see just how fragile this democracy is. Well, it's never, it's never been a democracy, but yeah. Okay, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but no, <laughs> I mean, the same, same thing with that. No, I mean, like you can't, you can't act like the country was ever made for the people. Like when right. the country was founded, it was founded for so only men. 8%, no, not just white men, but you had to be Protestant and you had to be landowning. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had to be homo, um, heterosexual. Mm-hmm. So like it was only like five to 8% of the people got to participate in government. And right. after a lot of agitation, a lot of other people gained the right to vote. But also if you only have about 50% of the eligible population voting, like you just voting. And, and if you want to talk about actually being active in a democracy, there's so many other facets to it other than just voting. But if half the people aren't even voting, then you don't even have a democracy. Like it's a joke. Like there's no yeah. way you can say you have a really like a democratic form of government in any shape or form if only half the people are voting. Half the people Anyways. are voting and they're not even represented in a way that they need to be represented. Right. I mean, which, look. Which will bring yeah. me to another point, which was which was blowing my mind about this um, mm-hmm. whole debate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love Kamala Harris. And I thought she did a great job in general, yeah. especially like with, uh, excuse me, I'm speaking. Um, but yes, girl. This is, this yes. is why I don't about Democrats. Like when he says stuff like, hey, you guys want to ban fracking. And she's like, oh, no, we don't. Or like, you're for the Green New Deal. No, I'm not. Both of those are popular, like so popular, like so many voters want to ban fracking and are for the new Green Deal. Why are you acting like you're not for it? Like the popularity she is for it. No, no, no. She 100 percent is for it. But she also knows that she's not going to be the president of the United States. So she's falling in line with the guy who right. wants to make sure that he brings in everybody um, to the table. Because but fracking, apparently even Governor Newsom somehow is still allowing for fracking. I, I don't well, he get can't, it. You can't change. You can't actually change the law in California. But no, my point oh, okay. is that people against fracking wins by like a 22% margin. Like there's very few issues in the United States or like currently where you get a 22% positive margin, right? And most of them are like healthcare for all, mm-hmm. um, the Green New Deal, mm-hmm. ending fracking. Those are the major things. And then the, the Democratic Party is afraid to embrace those. Um, and it's just bizarre to me. Like, I don't because, get it. I'll tell you why. Because there's a narrative that America tells itself. Um, And by America, I'm not even just, um, I'm not really focused on the coastal elites, but folks in the middle, the folks of the ABC, NBC, CBS slash Fox News generation, right? That that group, there's a story that's being told to them and, and it's being reinforced in such a way that Biden and Kamala cannot say like, oh, we're gonna ban fracking because immediately that group that could help turn the electorate We'll be like, I don't want that. That's going to take away jobs. There's just going to be such an uproar because nobody's listening. Nobody is paying, nobody, meaning this this group isn't listening or paying attention. The the stakes are way too high because of what the media shares. They've artificially elevated the stakes. Right. But the thing is, the people that they need to get out and vote aren't going to be motivated to vote if they don't go for no fracking. That's what I'm saying. They keep going like same thing with Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton, that thought that there was these like like moderate Republicans that were logical, that wouldn't vote for a buffoon. Right. Mm -hmm. And she was proven wrong. 
Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure why they think, I mean, maybe there's some people who realize they made a mistake and are going to go against Trump this time, but yeah. I don't see why they're still chasing those voters who were willing to go to the extreme to elect a buffoon. Because of the narrative they've been told. I, and I'm not saying that it's, I'm not saying that it's a good strategy. I think they're just trying to say, what is that, what is that, um, for lack of a better phrase, pain point? What is that objection that those people have? Can we somehow address that so that at least they're on the same page with us and we can move them, transition them to the place that we want them to be, but they need to feel safe. Like they need to be feel safe. And for them, safety is hearing somebody say what they think is going to be in their best interest. Like, I, and I'm not saying it's good or bad, but I'm just, I'm just trying to, you know, understand, you know, the psychology of this. Because when it comes right back down to it, that isn't that what we're what politics is really about. It's like the psychology. It's all business. Everything that we do is some sort of manipulation, not in a bad sense, but just taking people where they are and trying to get them to where they need to be. I guess. Anyways, you know, moving on. You know what though? I will I will say this. And and it's kind of to that that emotional high stakes sort of thing. I really feel like American exceptionalism has been it is is our downfall as a as a unit um because it's it's most negative expression is this arrogance and this inability to listen to each other and it had me thinking about this book i don't know if you've heard of it called crucial conversations yeah i've heard so of it I, yeah. yeah 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 so i i've taken this workshop so that i could you know use it with my team how do you have that crucial conversation and a crucial conversation is basically uh, it has like three elements. It's you have emotions are high, opinions are differing, and the stakes are high. And and this is why I mentioned the stakes earlier, because I was like, oh, nobody's going to listen to anybody because they've got too much on the line to give up their territory. It's like a matter of life and death to so many people, this false narrative that they have been fed about the reality of America, whether it's about racism, whether it's about capitalism, whether it's about their health care, they are so invested in that lie that to move them feels like it would be death to them, right? And that what we need in America, imagine, is a crucial conversation. It's literally <laughs> like getting us into a space where we're actually- An intervention. <laughs> it, it, no, we, we legit need an intervention. Like I, I, I couldn't, there's no, no better way to say it. And, and I was thinking to myself, what if, just bear with me. I know this, this is so outlandish and out of this world, maybe futuristic in a way, but what if for four days, ABC, NBC, and all the cable news networks went black, went dark, kind of like Broadway is until May, 2021. Like everybody went dark for four days and all of the social media platforms that we use went dark in the United States for four days. And the only thing that was televised or aired, not even the weather y'all, because really we can look outside. If it's going to rain, carry an umbrella. If it's going to snow, just get on your jacket, whatever. But for four days, we have a crucial conversation and we say, we make the space safe. We say, okay, bickering sides go out and say what your values are what 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 do you want to see and then we come together notice that all of our values are the same and then get on the same page about how we move forward like i feel like people just need to take a freaking break and step back 
and say, okay, who's going to, I don't know who's going to facilitate it. Maybe we need to get Nelson Mandela or some of these other ancestors who are dead to sort of help facilitate the conversation. (laughs) I told you it's outlandish, but, uh, but in all seriousness, all I'm saying is like, we're, we are unable to have the conversation that we need to have on race, on healthcare, on education, on economy, on health, whatever it is, because we're not willing to stop the noise and listen to each other. Right. Cause and, yeah. And, Cause if you believe in the American dream, you have to be asleep. That's yeah. why we, that's why I say, well, right. But, Isn't it George? Who was it? George Car- Carlin? Carlin. Somebody? Yeah. George Carlin, yeah, George Carlin yeah. said that it's brilliant. Oh, can we talk about the fly though? I just want to talk about the fly. <laughs> I love the fly because the exact time he came was when Pencil was trying to say that racism doesn't exist. It was so many levels of awesome. So many levels of freaking awesome. I even wrote a poem. Y'all can y'all can check it out on Instagram. It's called The Ode to the Fly on Mike Pence's head. <laughs> Cuz so... I just thought, you know what? It just, you know, life sometimes you just got to laugh and celebrate the small things anyway. Right. Uh, yeah. It basically is like, this is some level of bullshit that is on a whole nother <laughs> level. So I'm just going to lay on the shit. So right then what he was talking about, there's another thing that's so bizarre. So yeah. they're trying to act like they are the law and order people. Right. Yeah. So mind you, if you really are enforcing law and order, then you yeah. want to force it when the police commit crimes as well. Right. So, you should be enforcement of the law for everyone, not just certain people. And then right. also, when your rhetoric makes terrorists try to kidnap a governor, Thank you. a governor of Michigan, Thank you. you might want to get back on the rhetoric, but do they? No. Ooh. So after a huge terrorist, quote unquote, militia plotted and planned on attacking the governor's mansion and kidnapping the governor and starting a civil war Mm -hmm. instead of trump saying like hey you guys need to stand back he went in on the governor and criticized her more so (laughs) mind you so if you're for law and order right like really basic things you can't have governors and other elected leaders getting killed or kidnapped on a regular basis or should happen pretty much never if you really want a functioning society, right? Of all yeah. the things that you can really need for a functioning society, you can't have people who are in government being threatened on a regular basis, right? So if you're for law and order and, uh, and you're the president and a governor gets kidnapped or there's a plot to kidnap the governor, whether you like them or not, you don't, your first thing out of your mouth shouldn't be further criticism of that governor. When the people who are threatening to kidnap him were following your lead, you should say, guys, calm down. I may have criticized her, but you're going way too far. Vote her out. Don't kidnap her and try to stall a civil war. But Khalil, Khalil, we can't be expecting that of a man who is a reality TV star. This is television. Right, but then don't- society. But don't go, don't claim that you're the law and order people. That's the thing. Like there's in such a bizarro world of like reality of where they're the law and order candidate. Like what in the, what? They're definite. Ah, this is their definition of law and order, right? It doesn't have to matter. This is their definition of law and order. Militia terrorists carrying guns into a state house, plotting the (laughs) kidnapping. These are the same people who bombed. Who did the Oklahoma City bombing on the federal building? Right. The same exact people, right? right? But Sounds this is their law and order. 
And yeah. and the system, the system that's being created allows for this to happen. Yeah. That's the it's, bad part. It allows right. for it to happen. Mm. Craziness. But anyways, I want to go back to um commenting um your girl Harris. Cause for once, like she's actually speaking some truths, right? So mm-hmm. when Trump and Pence are talking about the economy. She's just like, no, what you did was you rode the coattails of the previous administration who actually got the economy back on track from when it was failing from Bush, got it back on track. And Mm -hmm. it actually decreased in percentage of growth since you guys have been there, even before the Rona. I wish you would have went into more. I guess you don't really have time to go into details like this in a debate, but the stock market was always going to crash whether the Rona happened or not, because with the tax changes that Mm -hmm. Trump did, a lot of companies took out their profit that year so they wouldn't have to pay taxes. And they did what's called stock buybacks because the CEOs get paid based on the stock price. So they want the stock price as high as possible. So when companies buy their own stock, they buy it at higher than market value. Mm -hmm. So if they buy back 25% of their stock at an inflated rate, then their stock price goes up. And yeah, yeah, the market looks great, but eventually if no one's buying that stock at that price for the next six months, that goes back down. Like it's Mm -hmm. one of these things that goes up temporarily, but it's artificial. It's always going to crash. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the thing. Like the Republicans aren't actually the party of business. They're the party of quick returns this year. But if you actually want to look at- Borrowing against itself. Right. If you want to look at the party that actually wants basic- long-term economic stability, it's Bernie Sanders and socialism, his quote-unquote socialism, because what he actually does is make sure that there is a middle class that can buy things. Because if you don't have a middle class that can buy things, your businesses don't make money because they make money from selling to the middle class. So Bernie Sanders' plan of raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour so that people can buy things is actually the best way to keep the economy going over our lifetimes. Allow people to live in dignity. (laughs) Go figure. (laughs) That they can actually buy food to eat, maybe go out and do something fun, be able to get their kids clothes, pay rent. Buy themselves some clothes. Like, you know, like, just come on. But you don't even have to be a humanist and care about other people. Like, even if you just care about yourself and your own money long term, like, Mm -hmm. it's the way to go. Right. If your people are doing well, you will do well. That's point out. I I just couldn't stand that um, the the VP was, was talking or was expecting us to believe that it's a great thing. This is what he said. I have not fact-checked this, that the work that um, that number 45 has done provided $2,000 in savings for taxes of, of the majority of Americans, middle-class Americans, that because of his taxes, there was a $4,000 increase in blue-collar sal- um, job salaries. <laughs> and I thought to myself, I was like, is that part of the $1,200 stimulus check that number 45 signed that you sent out like to everybody. Right. Right. Like what is like $4,000 increase in salary? I'm not I'm not knocking $4,000 cuz I would like to have $4,000 right now. But remember, that $4,000 is going to get taxed. And after it gets taxed by about 40%, you're going to have mm, a little over $2,000. That's in a year. So now let's stretch that out over 12 months. That's about mm, $190 a month. But- 
What am I going to do with that one hundred and ninety dollars a month? But she, I, I want to go back to the original, like Tom Fleury of his statement. So <laughs> businesses don't pay taxes on your weight, your wages, right? Yeah. So they don't pay taxes on the money they pay you because they only pay taxes on what their profit is. So what they're paying workers is part of their costs. So changing the tax rate for them to pay less taxes makes them less likely to want to pay you. Like if if you have a really wealthy, like what they call like a billionaire tax, yeah. which if you talk about, you know, making America great and going back to the 40s and 50s, which would be like, which the, if you actually look at the tax rate back then, if you made over like five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars you had to pay a tax of something like 80 or 90 percent right yeah so if you were not going to really get any money from your profit you would pay your workers more because it's free money mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there's no way of saying that giving companies a tax break will make them pay you more because there's no incentive for them the taxes don't actually affect their ability to pay you because they don't pay taxes right. on their costs. Right. It's just like saying if you give me a tax break that somehow I'm going to give you more taxes later because I just feel altruistic. I'm not going to pay you. I'm going to use it for myself. What? Right. They, they tried this nonsense in Kansas and it bankrupted the whole state. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. <laughs> no, I mean, if you actually don't want to look at like, hey, let's decrease taxes on blah, 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 blah and see what happens. It right. bankrupts your state. Like Kansas did it recently, the past like seven years. And well, that because it's it's a um a lack of understanding. I'll, uh, let me just give this teaching point real quick because you're absolutely right. Taxes that people pay, whether it's property taxes, um, or income taxes, state income taxes, go into a general fund, both at the local level and at the state level. And depending on how your local government is set up, whether you have county officials, aldermen, whatever. Um, those those uh, taxes are funneled through. That general fund then is supposed to pay for everything, like your highways, your, well, that's actually more federal, but for like healthcare, Medicaid stuff, um, for schools, education, for uh, roads in your streets, all of that kind of stuff, for garbage, all of that kind of stuff goes into the general fund. If you, and corporations should be paying taxes, it shouldn't, the brunt of it should not be on just the people who are living in a state or in a city paying the taxes for all of that. What you have is when, when you say you're going to cut taxes for the corporations, you're saying you're going to put the burden on people living in your state or city to pay for the shortfall that those corporations might've paid if they actually paid their taxes. If we actually said you're, we're going to increase your taxes um, corporations so that you're paying your fair share to be in this state. That's the issue. Like we, that, that fund of money is coming from all these different sources, but the brunt of the responsibility tends to be on the people who don't speak up and say, we're not having it this way. Corporations need to pay more in terms of their fair share for staying in this country, in this state, in this city. Word. Um, Black lives matter. So next week we're going to do, W.E. Dubois. Some of you know him as Dubois, but come on now. We can speak French. It's 2020. It's Dubois. Um, Unless you're from Dubois, PA, which I learned Dubois, PA does not pronounce it Dubois, 
Pennsylvania, but they call it Du Bois. Okay. Because they're anti-French. <laughs> because it's Pennsylvania. <laughs> I mean, we don't say San Joe, right? No. Oh, actually, some no, people do say San, you... San Joe. Okay. No, right. why? But why would you do Joe. that? Because it's San Jose. It's not San Jose. Because if it was Jose, then it would J-O-S-E-T-T-E. But that's more French, and that would be lot. I'm doing all the things right now. I get is it. it. Is it our is it Arkansas? <laughs> Isn't it though? <laughs> oh no, 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 it's not. Okay. <laughs> is it salmon or salmon? Oh god. No. So it's salmon. I don't know why it's right. salmon. Okay, but what about this one? Okay. <laughs> What's silent? In scent, is it the S or the C? Oh, like scent, like uh, you smell, not yeah, the money. Yeah. Like right, smell. no, 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 scent, like the sm- like smell. Um, Which one's silent, the S or the C? The... Unanswered oh, questions. Sugar. Unanswered questions, right? Unanswered <laughs> because questions. Could... What? No, SC is a diphthong. That's what it is. So nothing is silent. <laughs> <laughs> that is the answer. Yes. Oh, life could be so I, easy. You know what's you know what's horrible right now. So I just realized that English has diphthongs because, like, I had learned about diphthongs learning other languages, <laughs> and I thought it was just like a Spanish and Portuguese thing. But thank no. cheese. You know what I mean? You'd be educating me so much. On so many levels, I just be learning, hanging out I'm with so you. That's why we homies. That's why we homies. That's why we homies. We teach and we learn. These oh epiphanies. These epiphanies that shouldn't be epiphanies. Oh my god. At forty-four. Okay, I'm gonna make a bold progression. Uh, <laughs> wait, <laughs> I'm going to make a bold prediction. Prediction. There you go. Prediction. That's the word. Word. Um, by the time y'all hear this, the Lakers would have won the NBA bubble championships. <laughs> that is Nobody my bold cares, prediction. Gee. gee, there's only like five people watching the NBA right now. Like, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They will all hear the results though. They will be on their Twitter and their Instagram and their Facebook. They will turn on ESPN Sports Center and they will see that we brought home the bubble championship the same year that Kobe, Gigi, and the rest of those wonderful human beings who passed away earlier this year. I just, I feel like I'm even getting the goosies right now. I feel like something big is happening. Let's let's just have a nice, something good happen other than, you know, Biden and Kamala being elected in less than 21 days. Can we say um, Harris and Biden? Can we do it? Oh, yeah. That'll make, me, yeah. that'll make me feel better about voting for him. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> Whatever makes you feel better, Khalil. <laughs> Yo, so I got my California ballot, right? Uh-huh. And oh, yeah, why, okay. is Yeezy, why is Yeezy a vice presidential candidate? Like, oh, the it way, does, like, it doesn't even someone, make sense. Someone <laughs> sent me the, like, the an actual article breaking it down, mm-hmm. and it's worse than I thought. Like, it's actually worse. Like, Yeezy didn't actually want to be on the ballot, didn't ask to be on the ballot. His presidential running mate didn't want him on the ballot. Just the American Independent Party of California decided they wanted Yeezy oh, on their ballot to what? give to get like more notif- like notoriety, blah blah. They did some nonsense about how he agrees with their politics, blah blah. So they decided that he was going to be the vice presidential candidate on the California ballot. On every other ballot that they are in the country, whatever it's like sixteen or twenty or whatever, he actually has a oh. the presidential candidate Rocky has a different running mate. 
Like oh, this is the is level so of tomfoolery of right. It's it's funny, except it's not funny. Like I was wondering about that. I was like, I thought he was running for president. I knew he would not be on every state's primary ballot because of all mm-hmm. the rules and whatnot. But yeah. oh, this is this is otherworldly. And people mm-hmm. are here's the here's the here's the kicker. People are writing him in on their ballots. Like this is what I saw on Twitter, writing them in on their ba- on the ballots, but his name is already there. And that automatically nullifies the, ba- the ballot or at least that particular section oh, of it. Because you it's can't already right in. Yes, you can't write in there. somebody's name who's already on there. So why are and they writing like, it in? You know what? Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was a joke what I was seeing online, but it's it's a sad joke. It's a sad joke because we need y'all to be serious. Get out there and vote. Election season ends in less than three weeks. And and we need, we need change. 2020 has been all about the reveal. And the reveal is we live in some crazy, like some of us have already known, but now we really know. And we need to get to a space where we're having the crucial conversations and we're taking action, not just conversations, but we're taking action. We are putting our money where our mouth is. We are making sure that this country destroys that construct of race and really truly lives equity for all. Oh, and the last thing I wanted to say before you say whatever you're going to say, Khalil, I'd like to apologize first and foremost to Joe Biden. Everything that I have said that might have been construed as mockery, I apologize now. That is not the energy that I want to put out there. You are a decent human being. <clears throat> Oh, thank you for that, G. And I just want to say, Joe Biden, I think I'm funny. So when I make fun of you, I make fun of you. And it is what it is. All love, though. Like, no matter no matter what, though, we've got love, so much love that we want to push even the naysayers to the point where they're agreeing with us. Well, okay, the that other didn't thing come is, right. it's, just, it's just if you look at basic competency, like the coronavirus has taught us you actually need someone with basic competency in yes. the White House, right? Yes, you do. And Kamala Harris brings that to us, for us. She is smart. She is intelligent. She gets things done. I don't agree with everything she's ever done in her life, but when she is going to be able to handle situations, emergencies. And the other yes. thing is, it's a house of cards. Like, shit could go yeah. down at any time. Yeah. Like, you need someone in the White House that is competent, and that mm-hmm. Kamala Harris brings that for us. Yeah. I, I also think that Joe Biden does too. That's my opinion. Like, I feel like them as a team is infinitely better, infinitely better. I cannot wait till she's number 47 in the white house. I, I think that that would be amazing, like on so many levels. Um, but you know, let's get through the next, next, next three weeks and then go from there. Ah, good times. Good times. Thank you, Khalil. Yeah. Hold it down one time for the West side. This is the Chi and Khalil show. We out. Peace. Stay woke. Peace.